Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. My name is Jenna Fox, and I'm a queer adoptee witch raised in fundamental Christianity and a mama to two rambunctious kiddos. Labels really help me tell a story about my way of being in the world. I'm influenced by my profession as a community college instructor and licensed mental health counselor, as well as my experience as a tarot reader and Reiki practitioner. If you're looking for declarative statements or black and white guidance, I'm probably not your gal. My approach to these conversations is less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I don't presume to have the answers, but I'm enjoying working out the process with you all. So let's get started. I'm really happy to have you here. Today on the podcast, I have the privilege of talking with May of Journeys Inspired. And May says this, that she is a perfectly imperfect person who loves art, math, and all things spiritual. She may be an accountant by day, but she's also a trained intuitive channel with a mission to use her gifts to empower others' growth and healing. And one of the things that I really loved about talking with May is before we recorded our podcast episode, May gave me um, an intuitive channel reading, and it was so beautiful. I feel like even though this um, podcast episode is coming out a couple of months later, the things that came out in the energy reading that she did for me there's things that I am still thinking about resonating with and um, incorporating into my um, my daily life so definitely was a really great session and I really enjoyed our conversation so I hope that you find this to be a meaningful conversation between me and May of Journeys Inspired. <clears throat> All right, welcome to the podcast, May of Journeys Inspired. I am just so excited to talk with you today, May. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Um, Okay, so before I just jump into all the questions that I have, I want to give you space to share who you are and maybe a little bit about what you do or your journey up to this point. And then I'm sure I'm going to have all the questions and we can just go from there. So just share with me and with um, our listeners just like kind of who you are. Yeah, of course. Um, thank you very much. First of all, again, um, basically I've, I've kind of always had an interest in like the, the witchy, esoteric, occulty stuff. Um, I just never really gave it the space to like hang out in my life. Basically. Um, it actually came about, um, my fiance was going to, Salem State University, so I was conveniently in uh, Witch City, Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. um, and parked in front of a witch store when I was picking up food and had to go in and bought my first tincture, Um, and that's kind of how everything started. So I started doing uh, workshops there. I did amazing, amazing workshops. Um, They were they were called like the Wake the Witch series, and it was basically channeling the medicine of plants uh, through tea. And that was really, really powerful. And I ended up doing both of my um, 
intuitive channeling and energy healing mentorships with um, that woman, Corinne, of Pathlight Healing. And she's so amazing. So I have her and Salem to thank for my beginnings of um, sort of conscious spiritual development. Mm, that is so beautiful. And I love that it was like, you just happened to park out in front of this or happened to, right? We know that the universe doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, never. Um, so how long ago was that, that you kind of just dove head first into this path? It was probably only about, I want to say, I want to say like a year ago, maybe a little, a year and some change. You know so what? There's really a lot of, yeah, there's a, so many people that I've been talking to that it feels like 2017, 2018-ish was really just like the beginning. Not really the beginning, right? But their conscious beginning of yeah. the, um, type of practices. And it's just, it's really cool to kind of feel like um, I'm a part of that. Like I'm a part of that sort of like 2018 waking up as a witch in my own power and kind of doing that. Although it's always been there. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So intuitive channel. Um, I, I feel like we hear the words intuition or channel or, you know, divine inspiration or you working with source, like lots of people talk about it, but I, I bet there's people that are like, what is that? So could you share a little bit about like what that experience is like for you or what it is you, what it is you do, I guess? Yeah. So, I mean, currently I'll start with, yeah, I'll start with business stuff just to give a little overview. Currently, um, I basically just do like intuitive energy readings, um, focusing on the chakras because that's sort of the the way I learned and the way I'm most comfortable mm. um, pulling information um, like with spirits help and such so um, and my goal with that is basically just to help people give people information and steps and make sure they're they're heard and you know give that comfortable space for us to like work on and come up with these actionable steps I've started calling them um, so that you can actually like take charge of your healing um, so in terms of what that actually means um, I guess I'll start with the first workshop I did that involved that so it was really interesting. So um, probably, probably the most powerful thing I learned was that our conscious mind needs a task. Mm -hmm. So when we first were basically like preparing to channel this plant energy, um, Corinne was like, okay, here's here's a tea. I'm not going to tell you what plant it is. We're just going to experience it. And we're going to give our conscious mind the task of observation. So we're not going to, we're not going to try to figure out what the plant is based on the flavor or, or anything. It's just going to observe what we experience. And so my first 
experience with that was actually um, feeling like in my body as opposed to, um, I don't know, I feel, feel like people talk about uh, clairvoyance so much and I think people expect to have these grand, amazing visions of mm-hmm. ghosts in front of them and colors and all this craziness, but that's, that's totally not what it's like for me. Um, but I'll get, I'll get into that later. Um, so this, this first feeling that I got was almost like someone was cut it, like cutting the top of my head off. It wasn't painful. It was just that like sensation of, um, just the top of my head, like, like removing itself or whatever. And it was because the plant that we were channeling was skullcap. I actually got that, that message just from like sitting with the tea and observing my feelings and, you know, not letting ego get in the way of that. Right. What a powerful experience. I mean, I kind of got chills when you're saying that. Like, of, of course it would feel like your head was being kind of removed, right? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it was definitely a crazy, like, first experience. Right. And I think you're right, too, about being able to pay attention to, like, bodily sensations or having information come to us in so many different ways. I am totally guilty of wanting, you know, visions, right? Like, that's the only way. (laughs) And I sometimes think, I wonder, and I don't have any data to back this up, but I wonder if there's an overemphasis on wanting uh, visual information simply because we're in such a visual culture with technology and everything coming to us through our eyes that that that's the only one that kind of feels sometimes true. It's like, oh, I have to see this grand thing versus like the very subtle body experiences or voices or, you know, feelings that, eh, I don't really want to feel sometimes. I just want to see things like a movie. Oh, totally. Yeah. The the see it to believe it kind of mentality is totally, totally true. Even, even me, I'm like, when am I going to see ghosts? I want to see ghosts. Like, objectively in person and then I'm like do I really want to see ghosts subjectively in person popping through my ceiling at night because apparently that's what happens to at least the people that I talk to that um have those experiences they just pop in like am I prepared for that I don't know not yet yeah (laughs) yeah I I totally I'm not there yet yeah (laughs) yeah I'd much rather feel things than uh and see yes. them yeah like I was talking to another um psychic and he was saying that like yeah he's not ready to see dead people in his bedroom you know yeah. like no thank you yeah yeah not not quite there yet but there there's totally this um emphasis on on the visual and I I definitely agree that it's because um you know the kind the kind of see to believe mentality um, but there, there's all these different ways to experience, and even, even the visual. There's so much emphasis on seeing it plain as day, or having this bright magical movie play through your mind. But that's that's like not really what happens. Like if I, so if I was giving a reading and I say, oh, I see, um, 
a field of sunflowers. Like I'm not, I have my eyes closed and I'm not really seeing, it's not like I'm actually seeing it in my mind. It's more of like, I know that that's happening and that's mm -hmm. what I'm imagining almost. Right. So I, I refer to that as seeing it in my mind's eye as opposed to actually seeing it. And for a while, I think that's what I was expecting was to actually see things like with my eyes closed even, mm -hmm. but, but that's not what happens. And, mm -hmm. you know, the information that comes through is still, is still valid and still true. Um, Cause you like, if, as long as you're tapping into the right place and not letting ego get through and like make judgments on what you're receiving, you know, spirit never lies. So even I, like I do a, a couple of like mediumship things here and there. And they always say, don't trust your sitter because you know, what's coming through is coming through. There's a reason for that. Like, so I think, I think the same applies to um, just channeling for messages that, mm -hmm. that sp spirit doesn't lie. So as long as you're, coming in from the right place and trusting spirit fully, you will get the messages. Yeah. That was what was so interesting about my doing ancestral healing work is exactly what you were talking about is the seeing in my mind's eye. Like I was just doing a guided meditation to meet an ancestral guide. And then what was so shocking to me was once I started, it wasn't that I started to doubt a couple of weeks later, but it was just, I more filed it away as like, oh, that was just a really great, you know, imaginative experience. And then that's when my toddler saw with his own eyes, <laughs> like the exact same thing I had seen in my guided meditation. And so there was, it was really helpful for me to have that experience of somebody who is seeing seeing clearly with his eyes in a clairvoyant way, something mm -hmm. that I had seen sort of in that mind's eye meditation imagination world, but he's so young that he didn't, you know, I think that the, um, that the veil is thinner or that, you yeah. know, it hasn't transferred like from his physical eyes to just his mind's eye. Yeah. Yet. Um, but you're right about the, the information is, it's the same. It was exactly the same information. And so I, I really love that, what you're saying. Thank you. So starting off, you were with the, the workshop working with plants. Is plants something that was just like part of the curriculum or the focus of that, um, that school? Or are plants something that you feel particularly drawn to? There's definitely a draw, not that I've um, consciously uh, followed that too much. I do have like a bunch of um, plants that I have for, for teas and such. Um, so I could see it being more of a thing later. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, there's definitely a bigger focus on like, figuring out where I'm going, I guess. I don't really know how to explain it too mm -hmm, much. Mm -hmm. Where you're going as far as your own spiritual journey or as far as what you offer for people who are coming to you for services? Definitely both because I think they're so 
interconnected. Like I've always wanted to help people. And I think, I mean, looking at my circle of friends, I'm sort of drawn to people who want to help others. Mm-hmm. Like my, my fiance is a, a social worker and her best friend's a teacher. And um, there's all these kind of people who hold all this, all this massive amount of space for people. And I think I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to do that for like my day job because I'm only an accountant by day, <laughs> which is actually pretty funny considering I do spiritual stuff too. But no, my husband's an accountant <laughs> and uh, he hasn't acknowledged that he's psychic, uh, but he is. <laughs> the amount of information he knows about people and situations without uh, knowing, he, he definitely, definitely is, but he's very much that accountant like personality and I'm just like oh honey like (laughs) you could be you could be like Mr. Witch but he's like no absolutely not (laughs) but I look at his astrology chart and I'm like "Mm mm-hmm yep somebody's got some power here yeah no my fiance is the same way she like is super intuitive like has psychic dreams but um I, th- I think she kind of fears them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, cause it's, cause it's creepy if you're like not prepared for that. So she's also like, <laughs> like, Oh yeah, no, that's your thing. And I'm like, okay, okay, honey. Right. Right. Well, it's hard because, so my husband is a, he's a Taurus and with a Capricorn moon. And so he just really wants, um, data and facts that fit within sort of our cultural framework and yet he's had all sorts of different experiences and things that like don't but he just kind of files it away as like oh I must just not have you know must be crazy or just that was an anomaly or whatever and I'm like "Mm mm-hmm someday someday (laughs) yeah and I think he's so supportive of me so yeah and and that's awesome and that's really like all that counts like in, I think in the positions that we are, like my fiance is also like very supportive. Um, but I think, I think it's just interesting, like how people can experience like the same things almost like, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. have all these, um, spiritual and psychic experiences. Um, but some people will, will say, oh, it's, you know, it's just one of those things. It's a coincidence. It was a good guess. But then other people say, oh, no, like, like, that's the universe. That's spirit. Right. Speaking. Right. So it's just, it's just interesting, like the timing that it happens, because I think maybe unless you've like grown up in um, this kind of spiritual realm, uh, we've all kind of had that been in that place of oh yeah it's just a coincidence and until we realize that there's no such thing as coincidences right well and it's so hard to kind of constantly go against um <clears throat> you know what society says or what our families say or or, yeah. or our religion that we're raised in or whatever where it's just like it's 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 hard to um constantly go against that and not feel like we're nuts you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Uh, I still feel crazy like all the time. <laughs> yeah. The self-doubt really creeps in and I've had some really powerful experiences, but then I'm like, am I just making this up? And then I have to remind myself like, no, I'm not making it up. It's actually real. Even if, if it's just imagination is real, you know, and it's, and it's like really helpful to others. Yeah. I mean, that was one thing that I think that listeners would love to know is that I had a session with you and it was amazing. Your ability to just, I don't know, you held so much space and we're long distance, you know, just via Zoom video and you, you were able to read me and then, and give such great imagery that I really connected with. Um, but then what I really liked is, like you said, those actionable steps, those things that I can take that isn't just like, wow, this was cool. And then you leave the circus tent and you're like, let's get cotton candy and whatever. And you forget about it. It's like, here are some actual things that I can do to help based off of what you saw, which I really loved. I really Thank loved you that. so much. I'm so glad. And I hope that it's integrated well. Um, but yeah, it's definitely... It's, that's definitely one of my biggest goals when um, when giving readings and sessions and um, working with people basically is to give things that you can actually do even for um, like one of, one of my friends reached out to me um, for a reading and you know she at least to my knowledge is not like a super spiritual person but um, like I, I basically just ask spirit, like, you know, what, what can they do? So even if it doesn't necessarily have to be like, Oh yes, get, um, get your labradorite and amethyst and place it on your forehead and chest mm -hmm. and do this guided meditation. It's like, Hey, you know, you could get like one of those heaty things and put it on your heart and maybe that'll help some stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> like it, it's simple. It's just, um, like it it's I want it to be and so far it completely has been accessible for people um, like you don't need all these crazy um, expensive crystals and things like that to to make a, a change and follow these steps like spirit wants to be there for everybody spirit wants to be accessible um, and I, like, I don't want you to just come to me for healing and have to keep coming for healing every month or whatever. Like, I want people to have things they can do. And then when you've reached the next step and feel you might want more support, then, then you can come back to me and stuff like that. Like, like, I want to keep helping you on your journey. That's part of why I named my business Journeys Inspired because, you know, I want it to be the next step and the next step and it, it should come from you. I just want to give you the information to help along, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sounds so empowering people to be able to kind of follow their own, their own path, their own journey. And then you're there for support as they need it, but they're not depending on you there it's like you're helping them depend on spirit yeah exactly 
And there, there are so many ways that you can do that. I, I know we were talking about like the clairvoyant stuff, but I did want to just touch on like listening to your body is so important too. Mm -hmm. And, and you don't have to, you don't have to fit this mold. Like, like I, I'm comfortable sharing this. So like, like I have depression and I'm on antidepressants and like I've, I was on antidepressants through my whole, um, like what are they called mentorships um doing the intuitive channeling and and through um rohan healing that i got recently and that like it it doesn't it it didn't affect me it doesn't have to mm -hmm. still have all these experiences and still take care of yourself in um in a way that's more modern and it doesn't have to be all earthy crunchy and plant-based and herb-based like it can be modern like it I'm also overweight like you don't have to be like this perfectly healthy balanced person like we're only human there's all there's only so much we can work on at a time mm -hmm. and you can still be spiritual and have regular human quote flaws um and you can still you can still get all this like you don't you don't have to be perfect we don't it doesn't have to be love and light all the time you know you're gonna get upset you're gonna get angry you're gonna have these feelings that we associate with negativity and you know it's just how it is it doesn't we don't have to be love and light we don't have to be perfect spirit is just for everybody it doesn't matter who you are or how you've come to it or if you're perfect it's just for everybody mm -hmm. i love what you're saying so much because i feel like i think that there's going to be people listening i certainly really resonate with that as somebody who's lived with you know mental health um OCD, anxiety, depression for so many years, and really kind of finding the holistic aspect of like Western medicine is part of holistic medicine. If there's a pie chart of things, of options you can choose, and it doesn't mean that you can't do spiritual things and take herbs and all of that. It's just, it's so helpful to hear other people say it because I think you're, you're right around, um, there's almost like a binary or duality of people putting things in one or the other. It's like you can be spiritual and have to do, <clears throat> you know, just plant medicine or you're not, and you're doing this other route and you're like, no, it can be so much more integrated and source spirit. It's, it's perfect. And it's for us all, no matter where we are on the journey. Yes. Totally. And you don't have to be perfect in order to start healing other people or helping hold space for other people you know yeah or or be effective in what you're doing even if mm -hmm. it's just personal practice like yes like yes. antidepressants don't cut off my connection to spirit it mm -hmm. like it it works you know you know it works yeah um yeah. like the the people that i've worked with they they know it works like and i've i've been on them the whole the whole time that i've e even been on this journey that's how that's part of what helped me because if if I wasn't on them, I'd still be like a sobbing mess in my bed because it it got to that point. 
And so, so being able to feel better and actually do things was so instrumental Mm -hmm. in even starting this conscious journey. So it's, it's hard for me to like discount that and be like, Oh, I shouldn't be on antidepressants, but you know, I still feel that way sometimes. I just have to remind myself that no, like I, I can be on my own journey and I'm still, I'm still an effective intuitive and I'm still like a, a great channel and spirit still wants to speak to everybody. And it, I can, they can still speak through me to others. So it's just, yeah, it's like, it's like a similar or like a parallel to what we were talking about earlier, as far as um, the self doubt or the wanting things to be different as far as like, I would love to be clairvoyant and have, you know, these grant, like, I want somebody to make a movie about me. And it's like, oh, really, maybe I just feel some stuff in my body. And that that yeah. is so powerful and healing in that. But, you know, I kind of, the jealousy or the lust after a different life. And we can feel that way. I think with mental health is like wanting to be off medication or wanting things to be different. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't all be able to experience, you know, perfect, perfect health. And there's so much broken in our healthcare system and mental health system and all of that. Like, but we can just show up where we are on that that journey and that self-doubt sometimes will creep in there with kind of any choices that we're making. Yeah. Always, always, Mm -hmm. always the way. Okay. So it sounds like, I mean, if this was in 2018 that you were 2000, late 2017, 2018, I mean, how has your life changed? Because it's only, it's been like a year, year and a half. It sounds like uh, kind of a whirlwind. Yeah, it's definitely moved really quickly. (laughs) And it's already, Journeys Inspired has already had so many like versions of itself. Um, I first started it as an Etsy shop. It does still (laughs) exist as an Etsy shop. but it's definitely morphed into, um, you know, offering these, um, these different readings and sessions for people. Um, and it, but the whole time it's been, it's been that I want to help people and, you know, really just connect them. And it's, I know that it's going to have more iterations of itself. It's, it's going to change. I think I've, I've already changed it in the middle of like talking to you. Um, uh, but like before we did our, our little session um, and it, it'll probably change before this episode airs again. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I think as long as it keeps up, with where I am energetically and um, vibrationally and stuff, um, as long as it keeps up that way and stays in the realm of helping people, which that I know it will stay in, um, you know, then I'll be happy with it. Um, In terms of personally, I think, um, I don't know, I like, I feel like, 
I've changed so much, but I don't know how really. Mm -hmm. Um, I know after my first um, mentorship that I did, um, I wrote an Instagram post about it and I was like, I, I think I was talking about, Oh, I, I've waited to like post this a week since I finished, but I, I have nothing, um, like powerful or intense and, um, like no big epiphanies to share with people. Um, cause it's just, I feel, I, I think I felt more myself and I think mm-hmm. that's that's really all it's been is, is becoming more and more just in line with who I know that I want to be and who, who I really am and am supposed to be. So it's, it, it's weird. It, it, like I recognize all the change that's happened, but it doesn't feel like that much is, <laughs> doesn't feel like it's that much of a change. Mm-hmm. Because it's really just becoming more and more in line with my higher self. Yeah, I think that that's what's so that's what's interesting about you know <laughs> growth. That that's my dog. He's got <laughs> stuff to say. <laughs> Is when I was looking at looking lately at my my children's um, like baby pictures because I'm in that time of like nostalgia and. My oldest son was born five days before Christmas, seven years ago. And so in thinking about how change happens, it's like, I look at this seven-year-old now and I don't even recognize the baby that he was because the change happens in all of these like incremental slow, even if it feels so fast, like my toddler's like talking and walking, but it's like all of these things happen and they blossom. And then I'm like, well, what were the steps? Like, to get from there to here, you know, and I have pictures so they can see physically the change, but there's so much that goes on internally and, you know, just like development of their own personalities and stuff that I think about my spiritual journey. And I'm like, I can't, I can't pinpoint, like I sometimes can't find those little things where like, how was I different? I know I'm different, but how am I different now? You know? Yeah. And I wonder you know, is it really even important to be able to pinpoint those, those moments? Like, Mm. because honestly, they're probably all just as um, slow and I want to say slow and steady in terms of getting there. Um, I think at least to me, it's more important to at least go back and recognize the changes that you can. And I don't think, I think we all have this um, crazy, like, I don't know, we, we find timing so important and we have to know when, we have to know when it happened. But, you know, just recognizing that it, it did happen and, you know, we were here and now we're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And j- just recognizing like what what we've gone through, but also realizing that we don't have to have a specific time always. And you know, sometimes we'll have that, and it's great. But sometimes we won't, and that's also okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it sounds like that kind of attitude is 
probably really helpful for people who are coming to work, you know, on the journey um, of their own their own self-discovery and healing and um, able to hold space for kind of wherever they are without it having to be these big grand moments. It's like you get to witness or be a part of kind of just like wherever they are. Yeah. And I feel lucky that I can even pinpoint, you know, when stuff started because I mean, honestly, like me being drawn to a witch store, I was drawn to it way before I even parked in front of it. Mm -hmm. I I just had the excuse when I parked in front of it to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But do I know when that draw started? No. Do I know when I, you know, felt, felt drawn when I was younger? No, I don't, I couldn't even tell you when I decided to do um, the mentorships. I know it was after the workshops, but you know, like, it's just, you, you can't always pinpoint those things. Like, I, I feel lucky to even have the, the ability to say, oh, it started when I went to the witch store. And it's just because that's where I started doing the workshops. Right, right. So, yeah, I love that. And I always, I always hear people like, <laughs> on podcasts, they're like, oh, yes, I, and here's the other thing, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I've always been gifted, but I ignored it. Like, I mean, I've been told that I saw spirits when I was younger, but I don't remember that. Like, I don't remember if anything happened. So maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Like, I'm none the wiser to it, but, but here I am doing this stuff. I've, it's, it's learnable. You can do it too. It's not, it's not just for those who are born with gifts. Like we all, we all have them. Mm -hmm. It's all Mm -hmm. within us. So right, you can, you can learn too. <laughs> you and know? Like, you're, like you're saying, you don't have to have been wanting to do this since you were a kid, but afraid, and you know, and and like ignoring these gifts. It's like, no. If you just are curious right now, let's let's do it. Let's get started. Exactly. Yeah. I'm really curious. You mentioned something Rohan, and I don't know what that is. So, would you? Yeah. Mind? So. It, I don't, I don't quite know what it is either, but, um, it was, I did, let's see, how do I explain this? I, um, so my, my mentor, the woman that I did the two mentorships with, um, she was East coast and now she's West coast, but she comes back to the East coast. So whatever she does, I'm glad she does it mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. in terms of living situations. Um, so when she came back for the East Coast, she, I think, recently learned um, Rohan, which is basically, I would say, just like another um, healing modality. Um, it's supposed to be really fast and more direct, like directive than um, other modalities like Reiki and stuff. Okay. Um, and so I did a series of three sessions, which was a purification. Um, and it was just a lot of, uh, like releasing (laughs) a lot of releasing. Um, and it, it took me a little bit to like dig down there and, um, 
I did feel worried that it wouldn't work um, because there are some practitioners who won't work on people who are on antidepressants because mm. it in theory blocks your um, like access to those deep emotions, which I mean, I guess in, in theory that's true in some ways, but that doesn't mean you can't access them because I did, we, we mm. got there. Um, it did take intention from me to dig that deep. Um, but I mean, I did come out of it with something definitely can cry easier more. <laughs> so nice. wow. I, would say, I would say that's a success. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would suggest people to, um, research it more than I have. I probably should have researched it before I like went and did it, but well, no, it I sounds like felt you, drawn. So yeah. And it sounds like you had a trusted, you know, it, your, your mentor is, is doing yeah. it. it's like a trusted source. It's not like you're just willy nilly. Yeah. Mm, I love that. Something I'll be curious about and uh, look up for myself as well, because I'm, I'm always interested in learning about like the different techniques that people are using in healing, in healing journeys. And, um, and to provide for people. I was trained in Reiki like 10 or 11 years ago. And I use it, I don't use it necessarily in my tarot readings, um, but I've used it on friends and family and people like locally. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just curious about kind of all the different modalities that you can, you know, use to help people. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I, I feel like there's more stuff on the way. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be, well, there kind of already is like all, all these crazy new things that just like don't even seem possible, but, but they are. And I think it's part of because so many people are awakening and kind of taking their own path, mm-hmm. um, which is so, so important. Like you don't, you don't have to follow everybody else's path, even if it's really tempting to, um, I you think know, that's there's the always going to be something different. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's the most challenging. I know that came up um, in my session with you was you you saw or you what you you told me about was like that I was standing in a, like a grassy field, um, like tall grass, and I was looking out, and it was like I get to blaze my own path, and I think that that is like uh, so many people are experiencing that. And there's a little, not fear, not fear because it's excitement for me, which I guess there's a little basis in that, like, just like, oh, that, that same type of energy. Um, But it's so much easier to just try to like fall in line or find somebody's path or, you know, (laughs) look at, look at somebody else's way of doing it on Instagram or or wherever and be like, oh, this is what I should do. Instead of being like, no, I just need to take my own step and my own step and my own step and blaze my own trail right now. Yeah. So I love that what you're saying. Yeah. And and the same has happened with me. I mean, I'm not even that far into it and like I'm already kind of trying to pick and choose like what things I like from other people. And I did like a, like a soul business session and 
that was helpful, but now I have to pick and choose what, what actually uh, resonates with me mm-hmm. um, and, and decide how to, how to move forward that way. And yeah, I think it's just um, important to recognize that every, everybody has their own path. And, you know, if we don't follow what we're called to, even if no one's been there before, you know, that that's, that's how we end up just doing the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. You're never going to learn anything new or, or create anything new if you're mm-hmm. just following other people. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. So one of the questions that I always ask people is where creative intuition is showing up in your life this week. This week, I made a gingerbread house today. Yeah, I love that. Now, did you follow your own path or did you follow the prescribed way of decorating that the box or or Pinterest says to do it? You know, I almost did. And I always like fall into that. I always want to do um, <laughs> like I always want to copy something else, but it always ends up so much more like so much cooler if I just do like what I think of yeah I love that I saw somebody who made like melted sugar and made like an ice skating rink on their gingerbread house and I was like dang that's a good idea yeah (laughs) okay so we've been talking for a while and I want to give space for you you know, as we're kind of getting closer to the end of the interview, a space for you to just kind of share anything that I didn't get to, any question that I didn't specifically ask that you just feel like is bubbling up and you want to to talk about before we go. Yeah, I think I do want to touch on this because I was talking about it with my fiance and I think it's really important. And we did touch on it briefly, but I want to highlight that people who hold space for others, spiritual or not, it's so important to release that energy. Mm. And it's so important to take care of yourself because you cannot give from an empty vessel. Mm -hmm. So to anyone who holds space, even if it's just, you know, doing a couple tarot readings for friends, like some, some crazy stuff can come up because I don't know, cause spirit just <laughs> thinks it's necessary. Like if it's needed to come up, it will. And sometimes that stuff can be intense. And if you're holding that space for others, you, you have to be, you know, prepared. And even even if it's just like meditating for a second, feel it wash away in the shower. Again, you don't need um, a crazy expensive healing tools and magical crystals. If you have them, then great. Like use them um, if if you're able to access those. But if not, just you know take a shower. Imagine that it's white light. Let it let it like wash over you and clear. Um, yeah, like you, you, you can still clear without the magical um, tools that everyone seems to um, be talking about. So just make sure if you hold space, you clear that energy and take care of yourself. 
Oh, I love that. And the, and the, the, the remembrance too that like we're magic and that like things we use like our shower or our imagination can provide the magic um that is just so helpful because i do think that we can fall into the trap of like needing all the things right or, yeah. or looking at you know i i'm especially guilty of looking at instagram and being like oh i need this i need that or i need and it's like nope like what you're saying like just like be where you are right now yeah, I, I, you don't even need a shower. <laughs> you, right. you could just do it like you'd be out outside taking a hike. You can just stand there and and do it. You don't you don't need to be on a hike. Like you don't you don't need anything. You could right. just right now stick your feet on the ground. Imagine vines or roots going down. They hit the center of the earth and just release what's not needed down into the earth to be recycled. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that's all you have to do. Just put that intention towards it. And that's, mm -hmm. that's all you need. You don't need other things, just whatever, whatever you have and is helpful for you. Use that as well. Mm -hmm. You're enough just by yourself. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. And I am called, I don't know what it is, but I'm being called to like channel a mess, a collective message for people. So let's see. <laughs> Sorry, it was going to be so long, but just oh, no, you're fine. Thank you. So I think actually what's coming through is what I talked to you about before we started recording. So I, I pulled a card from my new Oracle deck and it was strength. And I think that is also not only a message for me about being nervous to record, um, but also a collective message that, um, especially with like, I think there's a lot of pressure from, you know, starting the new year and, you know, feeling the pressure to like have a resolution or, um, clear all these energetic things um just to recognize that you know like basically all the things that we've talked about like you you are enough as you are you don't need to be doing anything special um you like you have strength within you you don't need it from other people i know it's nice boy, <laughs> if anyone knows that it's nice to get outside validation, it's me. Mm -hmm. um, so that is nice, but you don't need it. Like you, you are enough. Here's, here's your internal validation that, that you are enough. You are strong as you are. Even if you have all, all of these, what you'd call flaws, they're not flaws. They're just part of you, you know? I think that's basically the message is that like ba really what you said. So you got it before I did is that, that you are enough and you are strong and, and you, you got it. You don't need to do the special things. You don't need to set any special goals for the new year. If you want to do it another time, anytime you can do it those times and you should do it those times because you're, that's probably what you're being called to. So just, just listen to yourself and, and trust, trust what you're feeling. That was so beautiful. 
Thank you. Yeah, you guys, you need to work with me. <laughs> okay, well, this is so, so lovely to talk with you. And um, how can people get a hold of you if and when they want to work with you? Yeah, so um, you can follow me um, on Instagram. And I'm at Journeys Inspired. And it's it's not I-E-S, it's E-Y-S at the end of Journeys. I think that's how you actually spell Journeys. It better be because that's all my marketing. <laughs> um, and I'll make sure yeah. we'll put that link in the, in the yeah, show. Yeah, of course. Your Instagram. But then you have a website too, right? I do have a website. So that one is journeys-inspired.com. Um, and then I also have a Facebook, but I don't, I basically just push the Instagram stuff to it right now. But if you have Facebook, you can totally follow me there. That one is also journeys inspired. So, you know, wherever people want to come say hi, you can DM me. I try to answer everybody. So, you know, whatever you need. Love it. This has just been such a pleasure, May, and I hope that um, you have a great rest of your day. Yes, thank you so much. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day as well. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening to Leah Rising, a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived. So feel free to listen to the episodes. The wisdom of the tarot is everlasting, but much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years. So know that there isn't a tarot um, Instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point. And of course, I will update that in the future if it changes.